comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Folks, I'm sorry. I'm going to get everybody tonight. I'm going to. I, nobody is safe. I'm getting everybody except for you, sir. I'm going to leave you alone, just like your date did tonight. Hello. <laughs> Episode 345. The move of the Rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or the full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to A Half Hour Wasted. Tonight's episode, the podcast of Wine and Roses. So that was unintentional. Okay. Oh, man. Those cupcakes I found on the street, they taste like rocks. I think they were rocks. Happy How birthday big were they? to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I should not have eaten all four of them. See, what those you weren't sprinkles. You don't actually... Yeah, I had sprinkles on They weren't here. sprinkles. Oh, no. When those are presented to you, you don't actually eat them. What? You're supposed, the whole gig is you're supposed to catch it before you actually ingest them. Oh. Yeah, this is a totally true... This is a completely true story. 100% percent Okay, accurate. let's hear it. Here's Frank's, um, here's Frank's was... stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Hungry! Um, when I was in uh, senior high school... This is Frank school. when he found the, the, mm-hmm. uh, the cupcakes in the street. Yeah. <laughs> I love that little guy. You still have a little icing on your yeah, chin yeah. beard there. I think it's tar, actually. <laughs> Ugh, stinky. <laughs> okay, so true story. Let's hear it. So I'm in high school, and uh, myself and uh, my uh, my good running buddy, uh, Mr. Todd Yeager, uh, we sit next to each other in physioanatomy. And incidentally, we would go on to be uh, fraternity brothers at uh, Delta Chi the next year. But um, in the uh, in the meantime, we were enjoying uh, uh, physioanatomy every day uh, directly after lunch. That's the class you came back to from your lunch break. Um, as luck would have it, there was a Baskin Robbins directly across the street from the high school. I mean, literally across the street, literally across literally? the street from the high school. You so could wait, walk. It there. wasn't just across the street. You get 31 it was flavors, literally across the street. So we had a, a teacher, the great Charles Schindler, the great Chuck Schindler. I doubt he's still alive because he was old uh, in the mid eighties. He did a lot but of shopping. I love that guy. He had a list. Yes. Very well. known. And uh, we're very, we're only sorry that he couldn't save more. Um, but, uh, uh, we used to uh, tease him. We do the, uh, you know, it was high school. We do the Spicoli stuff. We once ordered a pizza and had it delivered to his class, you know. And uh, that son of a gun, you know what he did? He gave a piece of that pizza to everybody in the class except for us. Did he know it was you guys that did it? Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, the guy, the, the guy literally walks into the class with a pizza and says, uh, "Pizza delivery for Bill and Todd." And uh, um, Charles goes, "Give that to me." And he, uh, he takes the pizza, and then he, uh, he divvies it up and takes great pride in giving it to everybody but us. So we had that kind of relationship going with this guy. Loved him. Loved him like a dad. And it was like, you know, will you adopt me, Grandpa Schindler? Um, 
So one day we're uh, we're over at the Baskin Robbins. We're getting ourselves some ice cream. I'm a big fan of uh, grape ice and bubble gum myself. That makes a great summer combination, by the way, people. And uh, it's like let's get uh, Charles something. Let's get Mr. Schindler something. So we uh, uh, end up getting one of those ice cream wheels. It's basically like a huge moon pie, you know, only with actual ice cream instead of whatever and that flavor. That, whatever that good. To eat. Yeah, except for desire it. Whatever the faux uh, uh, nutrients uh, are found in the actual moon pie. So you know, it was. It was Obviously handcrafted with uh, love and cream, heavy whipping cream. So we uh, we take it. We've got it in the bag. We're heading back to school. We got a five minutes or so before class starts. Um, I look down in the parking lot as we're waiting for some cars to clear, swing across the street, and I see a uh, brick of uh, a little a little round brick of asphalt that is almost the exact same size as the ice cream treat. So I go ding. And I look at Todd, and he looks at me, and we look down at that thing, and then we—I think we're thinking the same thing—and uh, we uh, we put that sucker into the bag, and we go, we come walking in on purpose uh, about two minutes late to class, so uh, Mr. Schindler would, you know, he'd notice us, and he would, you know, he would he would scold us, and we would say we're sorry, and that would give us an opening to give him the present. So we walk in, and sure enough, he's just taking roll, and he goes, hey, you know, you know, well, what are you two guys doing? You no good. Well, class started two minutes ago or whatever, and we go, hey, Mr. Schindler, we're getting some ice cream and he's like i can't believe you. you know um so you know he was funning with us we were funning with him um he was gruff but fair and we um like my toilet paper so todd has the uh todd has the faux ice cream wheel in his in the breast pocket of his jacket we were wearing it was it was uh winter at the time and um so we go, hey, Mr. Schindler, I'm sorry we were late, you know, um, but we got you something. Because we were constantly coming into class with stuff we weren't supposed to have in class, and he would either confiscate it or he would give it to other people, much like the pizza. Um, so uh, so we, we bring him this ice cream wheel, and he looks at us, and his expression softens, and his eyebrows kind of melt, and he, he goes, oh, guys, you know, that, that's really cool. I mean, he, he is genuinely touched he's genuinely touched that his students would kind of go out of their way to you know hook him up with something nice and so he uh he takes the bag from from todd he opens it up he pulls out the asphalt uh the asphalt ice cream wheel and he points and goes to the office both of you and then i go now nah, we're just kidding mr schindler here's your ice cream wheel and then he was touched again and we didn't get in that much trouble and it was oh, actually good. totally worth it yeah. So ice cream. That's a true everything. story from my past. That was uh, Norman High uh, uh, mm-hmm. winter of '85 slash '86. For those of you keeping score, yes, I'm that old. Bill, I know it it's hard like to believe. Like we were there. Thank you. And we wanted to get out. Thank you. I'm actually going to use this for my demo reel. Um, I'm looking to move up to, uh, you know, uh, a storyteller. Uh, yeah, no, no, I know the storytelling festival. I'm going to start hop. Uh, I'm going to start. Uh, uh, I'm going to turn to a podcast mercenary. Okay. I'm just going to start, you know, hopping the corporate podcast ladder. What? Yeah. Yeah. I, I intend to, um, uh, what I want to do is I want to eventually, uh, get on Adam Carolla's show as a, um, as a sidekick, um, uh, I'm sorry. Who's that dancing for Thursday night football? That is a great question. Um, uh, well, this is the NFL Network, so it's probably someone we've never heard of before. Um, she's brunette. Looks like Mary Marvel. Uh, yeah, she does. Mary does Marvel, dude, like she Mary does. Marvel. She's got the the exact same uh, outfit oh. kind of thing on. Only it's not a skirt. It's just like black hot pants. Or I something. would I would see that comic book movie. Yes, she's a handsome woman. Uh, just for the record, what? She's yeah. a beautiful woman. That girl. That girl. I thought yeah, I just, she is a married. She could pass. For, I thought I just said that. She could pass for a wow, a gentile, uh, Mary Marvel. Gentile. 
I'm sorry. It took like two, two <laughs> it took 2.41 seconds for that to catch up and my synapses to connect. And, and I just went, whoa. We got a lot to talk about I don't, yeah. tonight. Look, I don't care if I put an entire 12-pack of Coors Light down already. I should still have made that connection faster. <laughs> and I'd like to apologize to the audience. I don't know if we can... How we're going to divide it up between two episodes, but mm. we still well, got a lot to talk let's about. Definitely talk that about is fantastic. Two big movie trailers this week. Yeah. You're talking about both Anchorman mm. trailers, right? Both Anchorman. We'll go two and 2.5, and then, um, of course, the other one, <clears throat> Captain, Captain America, America Winter yeah. Soldier. <clears throat> that came out today. That came out today, and that looks fantastic. And I we just showed Bill. He hadn't seen it for the first time. Yeah. I was going to say, listeners, uh, this is breaking news. I just saw the trailer, and it looks uh, sweet. Yeah, it looks fantastic. And um, that actually really jazzed me. Uh, I don't know uh, who is directing this movie. Who, direct, who directed last movie? The first one. I'll look it up. The uh, first Avenger. While, while, you, while you look that up, mm-hmm. I, so in this trailer, we get to see what mm-hmm. I am assuming is Captain America's new uniform. I'm looking forward to seeing. This is well, called Captain America, the second Avenger, right? Because right. the first one was the first um, Avenger. Does that what we saw was, I'm not making was sense. Uh, what's a uniform similar to what Steve Rogers uh, wore after he came back from the quote-unquote dead. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Steve run? Rogers, Super Soldier was the name of the book at that point. Okay. And so he wore a like a shield oh, it's almost outfit that with black, a star. Yeah, it's almost he, that, yeah. that black unitard yeah. or whatever. He wore a shield outfit with the star. Hmm. It I, I like it because it feels I don't know with that red, white, and blue, he just sticks out like a sore thumb, but yeah. this feels more military. I mean when you see it for real in the movies, that red, white, and blue just I don't well, know, it just sticks out too much. I, this current one just it looks cool with the shield too. Directed by Anthony Russo and Joe Russo. Wait, a two. Oh, the Russo brothers, huh? Yeah. All right. Let's see what they've done. Hmm. Who directed the first movie? I'm looking. Okay. One moment, please. Um, you know what? I'm going to give you that moment. And you know what? I'm going to give you another moment on top Somebody, of that. Somebody, you know, Ken and Russell are, like are, are yelling, at, yelling at their iPods right now. I know. You know what? We're not smart or talented or hygienic like you guys. So just, you know, lay off. You know, we do the best we can, okay? This is a low-budget podcast. W- we w- come in w- here, and you have no, you w- have no w- idea w- no, no, how small the budget w- is w- that here the corporate go. headquarters uh, gives us. I Joe Johnston. It's, and I was going to say that. Years ago. Yeah. Joe, he did, what, Mighty Joe Young or I'm one of those sure. Actually, I think movies. you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, we uh, uh, we have realized recently... He also directed Jurassic mm-hmm. Park 3. Yeah, HHW LOD Corporate is now funneling most of the uh, the seed and money the uh, to Legion of Dudes. That's and the, uh, the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, and Sean's podcast, um, because, I don't know, I guess we're just not This trailer anymore. looks fantastic. We get to see the Falcon. Were. That's but, awesome. Yeah, what did you think Honestly, of his portrayal? there's anything I could do to help the ratings out of the show, I, I would... I would do that. Um, Bill, what did you think of the Falcon I could, portrayal? I, you know what? I haven't prepared for this show. I admit it. Well, you saw I'm the really trailer. Sorry. I mean, what, what did you think? What did you think of his portrayal? Um, I didn't really realize it was the one... Falcon the first couple times we saw him. Yeah, Sam, Sammy, as I like to call him. He's got those great wings that just kind of pop out. Yeah, and it's like he's wearing a glider. And it, it, it was an easy, you know, uh, it was an easy low stakes bet. 
to uh, to think that he was not going to be in the red and white costume that we're so used to in the uh, in the floppies. Wouldn't that be terrible if like this <laughs> whole awesome. movie, like everything yeah. looks cool and stuff, but they for the Falcon they give him that. He's, like, he's in red and white this. spandex. That would be awesome. It looks very cool. Uh, oh my god! Hey guys, what is that? The front door's open and she's barking at somebody oh my across god. the street. Keep us safe, Pepper. She's don't barking hey, at don't somebody trust across them. the street. Good dog. That's a that's a good dog. Yes, that's a good dog. Um. Robert Redford's in this. Do we know who he's playing? Let's see. I'm going to go to IMDb. Yeah, I'm already here. Alexander Pierce. Is he a, a comic book character? Pierce. I don't know. Captain America was one of those. I, I would pick up individual issues on a very, very individual basis. And uh, so yeah, I, I'm, not I, real, I can't, I'm not real familiar yeah. enough. There, um, I guess it was on the email chain we were on earlier today. Someone in thought that maybe he might be president or a former president or president of the United States. Apparently, Jordan, uh-huh. little know-it-all Jordan. <laughs> you get a law degree, and all of a sudden you do know everything. It's yeah. weird. Um, he said it's very Googleable, um, the plot, and who Robert Redford is and, in fact, I'm looking and all that stuff. Right so. Uh, but I mean, obviously, do you guys know who guys know who Colby Smulders yeah, is? Yeah, it's Agent Hill. Do you know who she's married to? I do not. Is it Dominic Monahan? Maybe I should say I think it this everybody way. is married to Dominic Monahan. Maybe I should. Just weird because he's basically an elf. Do it the reverse way. Do you mm. guys know who Taron Killam is? Mm, Saturday no. Night Live. No. no, he's a current Saturday Night Live cast member. Very funny okay. guy. He's married to Colby Smulders. <laughs> he's a very lucky man. In Colby, Taren, kill him. Maria Hill. Oh, yeah. Robin Sparkles. Yeah. Robin Sparkles. Who, go. what, huh? <laughs> Who is Robin Sparkles? That was, um. That is her alter, stage name yeah. for the character she plays on How I Met Your Mother. She was actually a Canadian pop star with two hits, but okay. one big one called Let's Go to the Mall. Yeah. Something nice. or Let's Go Shopping <laughs> at the Mall. Mm-hmm. Okay, that sounds kind of funny. Let's all go to the mall. Sounds kind of funny. Let's all go to the mall. Something like that, right? The music video is perfect, bad 80s. It was, yeah, it was like 80s. It was nonsense, but. um, It was 4 by 3 is what you're saying. Yeah, my buddy Kevin Kevin says, yeah, I saw the Captain America trailer, but I wasn't really a big fan of the first one, so I'm not really excited about this one. Oh. And I'm like, well, okay, I mean, that's great, but. Yeah, you know, this this trailer looks so good to me. Considering the fact that I think the Captain America movie, I think it's very easy to make the argument either way. But a lot of you know people out there, a lot of people consider that to be the best of the the first wave. I love your hat, and I'm going to steal it when you're not looking. I'll tell you where to get one. Okay, let's see. Tell Roger, yeah, Starbuck, like, Starbuck, Roger Starbuck, five bucks. Really? No way. Five For, bucks. At That's the awesome. five bucks store? Yep, at the five bucks store. Okay. That's right. That's right next you think to the Captain America? Store. You said Captain America It's right was, next to the $6 store. It's killing it. Was <laughs> was uh, considered the best of the wave one? I've heard more than one uh, uh, person opine that Captain America was the was the the best, whatever that nebulous term means, of the first movies, at least up until the Avengers itself. Yeah. But... You know, they they thought that you know it was better than Iron Man one or two, and it was better than Thor, and you mm-hmm. know. So I, like, I think you can make a case it, for that. I, I think it was I, good. I don't think it was as good as Iron I, Man. I've yeah, actively I, avoided uh, ranking the Marvel yeah. 1.0, you know, Wave One movies because I don't want to do that. I think Iron Man was home run, the best one. Um, like See, Captain I'm trying to, America and Thor are kind of like in the middle for me. I liked them, but I didn't. 
I think Thor is uh, kind of dumb, splashy fun, which is odd because it was directed by Kenneth Branagh, who was probably the, well, he's the most accomplished actor of the directors that yeah. uh, did those movies, that's for sure. Um, but uh, uh, me personally, I don't know, because I think that, you know, the first two Iron Man movies uh, both have strengths and weaknesses. I mean, they're... There have been times I've watched Iron Man on a virtual loop because of the kiddos. Yeah. And once I've seen it a few times, it's like I can pretty much just skip to the one hour mark in the movie and start from there. <laughs> um, because I don't need to see the origin with him in the cave and doing the video and building the suit and you know, all that. I don't need to see that over and over again. I don't mind watching him fly around. We're going to um, have some. I thought Thor was underrated. We're going to have some flashbacks. In this Excellent. For sure, because Haley Atwell is in it. Yeah. The guy who played Arnim Zola is also in it. Now, who played um, the uh, the extra? Is it on the Iron Man 3 disc? It's the... Uh, uh, we saw it on YouTube or something. Uh, it's the, the short or the extra or whatever. Uh, and isn't it... Um, isn't that agent... Um, God, I'm Haley sorry. Atwell. Haley Atwell. Yeah. Wasn't it like... It was like a... It was like basically her a day in her life kind of thing. Yeah, after like after Steve died. Yeah. yeah, and she's she's kind of battling against the the sexist idea that she can't you know have a position of any real power because she's a lady, right? And um, she ends up proving her metal right. in, in all ways. Brad, um, the great Bradley Woodford yeah. is in that. So what short. is that on the Iron Man three disc or I'm not sure. I think it is. Yes. Okay. I, I've I bought the Iron Man three Blu-ray. I still haven't watched it. I'm three episodes away from the end of Breaking Bad. Uh. Yes. Trudging along there, huh? Yes. So I would love to tell people where I left off, but I don't want to spoil anybody. I um, Two weeks ago, um, I was uh, eight episodes away, and um, uh, I was doing... So that uh, means you have already seen Ozymandias, the episode... No, no, that's the one. That's the next one. That is- so the episode leaves off, and it's hailing, basically, uh-huh. and uh, I'm trying to be metaphorical here, and uh, uh, it's... A cra- it's one of the craziest cliffhanger episodes that Breaking Bad has done. Let's not talk about Breaking Bad because I haven't seen Squat. Um, I, I was describing it this way to someone who just started it at work. I I think it's it's transformative, and I don't use that adjective lightly. I mean, I'd, I'm getting, I I've I don't know. I'm I've been in a <clears throat> kind of a weird place in my life for for a while now, um, and that's fine. I don't mind that. Uh, it's not it's not a negative thing. It's just what it's just the way it is right now. And I'm a little weird to begin with, so it doesn't surprise me a whole heck of a lot. But um, I just I think watching Breaking Bad is contributing to this just kind of odd, kind of cool, fun mindset. Because hmm. I totally identify with uh, Heisenberg now. Um, Do you have his principles? <laughs> no. Shoot, I don't have my sound up. I don't have his money, and I don't have his habits. Uh, no, I like Heisenberg principles. Yes, and I'm not a cook. And that is that was tremendous. Okay. Uh, Anchorman, Anchorman two. What? Oh, two brand new trailers. They're making right. a new be- one. Before before we go to those to those trailers, I just uh, it seems like in in the trailer for Captain America, yeah. we're going to see. Well, it's called Winter Soldier, but we get to see what um, I guess spoiler or at least in the comic book uh, that's Bucky, right? Which it's it looks like IMDb. he's, he's going to come back and yeah. be the foil for it. His story in the comic book is really interesting. I wonder if they're going to keep fantastic. that. Fantastic. Um, also, it looks like Steve Rogers and Shield are going to go head to head a little bit. They seem to be on different grounds. On different, it almost uh, looks that way, doesn't it? Yeah, they're they're on two different. They have two different agendas, and not in a bad way. But it's just like 
S.H.I.E.L.D. is trying to do one thing. Captain America thinks that's wrong. So it'll be interesting to see how that movie ends, where that where they all are at the end. Whether yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. and... I mean, wouldn't it be great if, if the last movie in the Marvel trilogy, because I'm assuming there's going to be three Avengers, is Civil War? Yeah, that would be cool. I hope not. I... I will still look forward to it if that happens, but uh, I just I didn't like uh, I didn't like the idea of the event at the time. I mean, because you knew, and it, it's one of those where kind of like is is my same beef with uh, the Secret Invasion. It's like if if they would make real, if it would really transform the Marvel universe, and it doesn't have to be forever, but for a period of time, like we're. We're talking about Secret Invasion saying if they would just leave the scrolls, you know, in charge of the planet and, you know, all of a sudden you've got, uh, you know, you know, you've got rebels and guerrillas instead of heroes and you've got, you know, a foreign invader that, you know, bothers the plans of the Marvel Universe for a good calendar year or something, you know, then kick them off the planet or something in the next, you know, summer event. But I dare you, Marvel, and this uh Actually, I you know DC did it, and I'm not sure it worked out for the best. So you know, be careful what you wish for. But I wish they would have done something transformative. They they reversed the effects of the Civil War far too quickly, and I don't mean you know they had they still had the 50 states initiative, and they still had you know uh, there were a number of ripples that uh, that echoed out through the Marvel universe. I, I I realize that, but to me, it just felt like it it's got to end the way it ended. Yeah, it just it didn't feel there. There were no revelations like, right. oh, I can't believe I'm seeing this happen in a comic. It's like it was paint by numbers the entire way. Um, you know, the idea that uh, you know, okay, they're going to end. It's going to be like this, and okay, fine, whatever. Because I know that it's not going to be like this forever. You know, it 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 diminishes the weight. You know, the emotional weight you give mm-hmm. to an event like that, and uh, that that was my big objection to it. It's just I didn't believe it was going to be a permanent thing. You got to so. admit though, seeing I kind of called. Seeing our favorite heroes fight each other on the big screen is always fun. That yeah, there's, I mean, there's see, something watching to that. Thor and Iron Man go at it. Yeah. But in, that it, in Avengers and then Cap come in and say, yeah. are, we, "Are we through yet?" <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty awesome. I get that. All right. Um, um, I just I can't imagine uh, an Avengers trilogy ending with that because you would have to clean that up. I mean, unless you really shortchanged the the plot line. Uh, you're either going to set it up through a series of movies leading up to it, or um, you're just you're not going to tell the story right because there there have got to be consequences of some sort. You know, you can't just everything. Okay, and we had our disagreements. Now we're fine. And okay, roll closing well, credits. I, I you mean, can't do that. I mean, what one thing they could do is they could end the movie with everyone split up. This is just me thinking out loud. Yeah, and then don't create hurt yourself. A, create, create a television show, much like uh, Shield, but call it something like Frontline. Which is all yeah. the side story of everything that's hey, happening. Three years later, they have the con- or two years later, they have the conclusion. How are the ratings for Agents of Shield? Do have you guys looked at that? Do we know? Yeah, it's. I have no idea. It's still doing well enough that it. It's got a full season order. Okay. It they have been dropping. It sounds it, like it's not a blockbuster. No, that's the first too bad. the first episode was. Um, Really good ratings, and then you know everything drops off for the second episode. Um, but it went down a point from the previous week, 
Okay. But it's still not like in cancellation territory right. or whatever. Well, a lot of bad shows will drop like half their audience the second episode. So it sounds like yeah. if it drops off 10% or 15% or whatever, that's probably something the networks are actually kind of happy about. I do have to say um, mm-hmm. the actress who plays Sky in it. They're using her right. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> they're using her very well. What, especially, a lot of, of slow mos Especially, yes. They're, well, there, there was the swimming pool scene, and then there was the, I guess, getting information scene in yes. the last episode. Yeah. Oh, dear. And, uh, I, I, you know, I just have a little crush on her. Is she the... Uh, is she the smart, tough chick from the streets who's actually a computer genius, but she has an attitude to go along with her heart of gold? Uh, is that her? Yeah. Okay. Fairly, just checking. fairly accurate. Just checking. I got that. I haven't watched episodes two, three, four, etc. The last yet. two, yep. the last one that just aired this past has, has been my absolute favorite. Yeah. But the last two, I think, have finally started that feel uh, for the show that I think is necessary for it to succeed. Good. Yeah. Um, the last two have really felt very similar to Alias. Okay. And Excellent. I think that's what the show needs. Excellent. I like that sound of that. It needs to feel more like Alias and less like a freak of the week. Yeah. But we're going to get that because that's the nature of good guys and bad there, guys. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. It's right. just, just as long as the as the <laughs> characters progress and the story progresses. And there's well, some there's some long-term arc building going on also. I was about to say, it, it's, the, it's the obvious winning combination. You've got to have arc episodes and you've got to have one-offs. You, know, you can't live on 100% of either. For more S.H.I.E.L.D. talk, listen to the S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast available on HHWLOD.com. Who does that? Well, this past episode, it's been me and John and Russell okay. alternating, sometimes three of us, mm-hmm. sometimes two of us. Uh, a couple nights ago, Russ couldn't make it, so uh, the great Ken Morgan joined us Nice for uh, our, third, our third wheel. Good on you, yeah. Ken. Good to have you with us. It was a good episode. Um, can we please talk about Anchorman Let's now? Let's do it. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm glad they waited as long as they did. Because it means that they were waiting for it to be right and to <laughs> feel like this is going to be a successful attempt yes. at another movie instead of just cashing in. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's two trailers that came out recently. One's a quote-unquote American version, and the other one was a U.K. version. I'm surprised how different those two trailers yeah, were. Yeah, well, things are, some things are that are acceptable in the U.K. aren't still okay. socially acceptable <laughs> yes. here as far as... What's maybe approved for a general audience? Right. Like, like sneezing on, like, a, on, a, on, or, a, on a camera lens, you would think that would no, be... No, that's That's not. pretty funny. Or, or calling a girl a chav. <laughs> yeah. Right. Some of that kind of stuff. Yeah. But um, it looks it that's, looks really funny. It, it's, not, it's not dirty, by the way. No, people. and it looks, like, it looks like they've really put a lot of thought into it, and mm-hmm. I'm very excited about it. Bill about died. You probably wet yourself a little bit. I had a great time for that two minutes of my life. Yeah. Four minutes if you count two of them. Yeah. um, What scene scene made you laugh? um, You know what? um, Dang near every single one. Now, clearly it's a trailer, so you're getting hit with highlights. Mm -hmm. Um, I I did. One of my first thoughts was that um, Brick has gotten... um, even stupider. It's in, yeah. You know, it, it's it's fairly typical for as a as a series or a movie series progresses that the characters either homogenize, i.e., Star Trek, mm-hmm. uh, anything done past the old series, or the characters become more pronounced and more goofy 
and uh, Brick clearly is uh, enjoying the uh, the latter experience because apparently he's barely intelligent enough to breathe without being told to. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> In the first movie, you know, I, it was genius. And and uh, uh, a couple weekends ago, uh, I'm sitting there. It's a Sunday afternoon, and uh, the Cowboy game has ended, or it's not coming on yet, or whichever it was. But uh, um, Zoe mentions and it was because we're we've been seeing the uh, the Dodge Charger, uh, yeah. Ron Burgundy commercials, which are which are pretty great. Yeah, and so I think we saw one of those, and Zoe said, "I want to see Anchorman." Really? And I looked at her and I said, "Cause she's eleven, he's six. I said, "You know what, kiddo? Go get it. Go get that DVD." So you, did Satan you go watch get it? it, girl? Go get it, girl. Yeah, I mean the only part. The only and I was surprised because I've got the unrated, uncut, yeah. and uncalled for edition. Right. But the only part of it I remember, except for kind of some of the uh, the 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 really gooey double entendres that he throws out at the pool party, um, uh, Ron throws out the pool party. Um, you know, the only obvious part that you don't want the kids to you know listen to or whatever is that one part where right. he tells san diego what to do with itself. right and then i'd forgotten that on the way how does he's getting dragged out by the security guards like i never say blank yeah. never i never say blank <laughs> it was pretty awesome but uh we i i hadn't watched that movie all the way through in i don't know Probably four or five years, and the I'm three of us. I'm very disappointed in you. The three of us howled. Oh yeah. Oh my god. It's my favorite comedy of all time, and I'm hoping I'm not going in. Yeah. Expecting this one to be as good. Okay. But I want. I don't it to know, be man. Those, so the trailer. Much. It it looks like. I you know clearly I you know the writer director have not spent the last ten years concepting the movie you know we get that um, but it's clear that that there has been a great deal of thought put into it they're not just banging yeah. something out oh, to get into theaters so I think that you may have spent you know ten years <laughs> of the director uh, is it Jay Roach Who? no it's Adam McKay Ad, I'm sorry Adam McKay he's the he's the other one right um, <laughs> written in, it, written by him too with, yeah uh, McCarroll. but McKay and Farrell. Uh, my guess is they drove around for the last 10 years going, you know, we should do this for the sequel. It's been brilliant. We should do this for the sequel. It's so Exactly. I think that, that it feels like, I think it's going to feel like this movie has been percolating, yeah. you know, on a nice slow boil for the last 10 years, kind of. And, and I do think that, you know, you're not going to get the typical uh, sequel dreck. Um, I I have high hopes for this one. I don't know if it's going to be as funny. Frank dropped a couple of bombshells. Did he? When he was looking at the cast in IMDb. That's why I've got oh, the yeah. ceiling fan on right now. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I knew, about that. I knew that. Um, <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, that's right, listeners. Guys guys are going to think that's funny when they're, we're in our 80s. They're never so not funny. Deal with it. <laughs> um. Oh yeah! I knew that Harrison Ford was going to be in it. Pepper. Uh, Harrison Ford is in the trailer. I knew he was. Yeah, he was in the UK trailer. Mm -hmm. I knew he was in this movie. But you dropped a couple other bombshells that of people that were going to be in this movie. Delicious. Harry. Whoa. Um. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's. Ah! Now on IMDb, they're not credited. Their name is on there. But where their character's okay, name back. should be, there is nothing. The Neesons. Liam Neesons. You heard it, people. Here first. Battleship. <laughs> <laughs> the Rem Neesons. Remember when Battleship was in uh, <laughs> was in Anchorman 2? What? 
Uh, I like calling. Yeah, remember ca- we, character yeah. character names by the movie they were oh, in. Oh, like, right. right, I forgot about that. Remember was, when that Die was, Hard and Footloose were in that movie together? That was the Man of Steel episode. I forgot all about that. You know who should, they should make a movie together is, is Die Hard and um, and the Gray. They should make a movie oh, together. Totally. <laughs> that would be Beasons my stuff. and Willie. Um, what's the time on the show? Uh, my guess. Wait, wait. Over under. What do you think? What do you? I guess forty-seven minutes. Forty-seven. What do you got? Thirty-eight. Thirty-one. You should have gone with one, but you're close enough. I, 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 um, I yield to you. Good I want to thank Frank for picking up the slack mm-hmm. for last week's. And um, we'll see you next week on Half Hour Wasted. No, we're not done yet. Okay, cool. Um, what else was I going to say? Well, we're talking. We're talking about the trailers. How we're looking forward to it. I was watching uh, in the American version of the trailer, um, Brick. You know, we're at Brick's funeral. It takes place in 1979, so we know that. So they're just on the brink <laughs> of going to the 80s. Yeah. That's the least successful funeral I've ever seen. By the way, <laughs> that was funny. I, I was trying to figure out where that scene was going until the reveal happened, and then it's like that was a totally unexpected yep. when that walked in. <laughs> And the, the fun, what's funny was the reaction of, of Ron and, and yeah. the others. They were like, Brick, you're not <laughs> dead. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. <laughs> Why did you take it from us? So good. We've spoiled God. it for somebody. It's amazing. It he, it, it's, it's really amazing I don't care how what, dumb that character is. I don't care what any of you Will Ferrell haters say. Mm-hmm. There is... There are very few people on the planet that can bring me as much joy as that man does. If you hate Will Ferrell, I think you're a bad American. I That's where it, I'm going. It's when Will Ferrell was just doing movie after movie. Uh, what was that basketball one? Well, he, he did, did. Yeah, he did semi pro and he did semi-pro. Blades yeah, yeah. of Glory. Uh, oh my gosh, I forgot yeah. about that one. Yes, that was with the great John Hader. I mean that. Yeah. I, I think that's. I I think that's <sighs> directors and producers who's going. Like anyone we could just even need know you that. to do the Anchorman. Dumb guy character yeah. for this movie. Just do that, and it'll work. We guarantee. And it. you know what? I, it might have been a paycheck sweet. movie too. I'm not going to judge him off every single movie he's made. I'm going to judge him off my favorite movies because I, I told the kids we watched. Um, so we watched Anchorman, and we howled through the entire movie. And then mm-hmm. last weekend, uh, I went ahead and showed them Young Frankenstein. Ah, because you know what? I'm not going to treat my kids like a bunch of idiot adolescents. You know, a bunch of idiot pre-adolescents. I I want to treat them. Um, I mean, I realize they're not adults. I get that. They're not even young adults yet. I get that. But I want to, I want to, in a safe environment, kind of stretch your boundaries a little bit, you know, in a safe way. So say that again. Thank you. So yeah. So we watched young Frankenstein, dang it. And it wasn't as howly, even though I've, I've often considered young Frankenstein to be one of the top three comedies of all time. Um, it was not as uh, as belly laugh inducing as the great Anchorman was. So I'm thinking, and I don't have a copy of this. I need to either go find it, or you know, I'm sure it's on on demand somewhere. But uh, I think next time I have um, uh, next time we break out movie afternoon for the kiddos, um, I'm thinking Step Brothers. No, that's oh, dude. That's that I was talking. That is too much. One of uh, I love that movie, but that is completely inappropriate. Well, well, I don't. Maybe I need to see it again. Yes, because do. I don't remember anything that's just it flat has, out wrong. It has for kids. more language in it. Oh, okay, okay, all right, okay. Yeah, I don't remember about, that. Let me go to your drum set, Bill. I'm going to put my, you know what, on your drum set. Okay, all right. I'd forgot about that scene. Yeah, there are funny. I like that movie a lot. <laughs> 
Dang. Okay, I do have you like guacamole. I do have boundaries. Um, but I was so thinking, much more room. I was activities. Excellent. I was thinking exactly. We, if we do this, we'll have more room for activities. I'm thinking pan, pan. Is yeah. That, no, there's N? there's plenty of. I'm funny thinking stuff, of that guys. But... I'm thinking of uh, the the singing in the car. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. But you're right. The yacht club when he's gonna eat. Something like Kobayashi, and yeah, you're right. That's not really appropriate. And uh, funny this, and funny the one guy's the... brother's wife. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. You, they're not ready for that. Dang it, you've sold me. <laughs> I mean, they have enjoyed the fine work of Land of the Lost, and 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 Anchorman. Uh, I thought was um, surprisingly tame. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't remember it as being a body movie. Yeah, but uh, there was really only that one most obvious. Uh, sequence in the movie that needed to be uh, uh edited skipped muted whatever you whatever are you talking about do. when he's trying to walk off the situation i uh, no, i'm i'm talking about when he uh when he when he says the magic oh word right right and right. then gets dragged uh, i have a situation of... i'm trying to walk off people <laughs> it's the pants but i'd forgotten that, I'd, that's one of my favorite scenes i had forgotten how funny okay my favorite scene in that movie without a doubt is the gang fight between the news yeah. agencies and they keep showing up at the but man okay this this goes to tell you uh that i watched way too much monty python as a child but when freaking vince vaughn gets his arm chopped off by brick that's, he uh, just comes with a machete no, it's not vince vaughn no, it's, uh, it's oh which okay, oh luke, luke oh, okay, wilson okay, luke wilson right and, oh i did not just, see that coming i mean they just chop his arm yeah. clean off right at the shoulder and i just you know my first reaction is just to pee myself laughing um so maybe i'm not uh, the most mentally stable person yeah. <laughs> let's talk about one more thing before we close this episode out and then we can move on to our next episode mm-hmm. nice um i'm trying to find the uh website that i just had the information on oh here it is okay. give us a hint <clears throat> um I'm is bleeding it cool. bigger than a bread box yeah bleeding cool put up today as we we're recording this new star wars script being rewritten by jj abrams and lawrence kasdan which is good because who is lawrence kasdan um he he was uh, responsible for the single greatest uh, star wars movie <laughs> the screenplay yeah. yes yeah that's what i'm talking about and okay. directed no he didn't i direct. mean okay no, no he here here's the definition your favorite should be episode four but i think we all agree that the best done is probably episode five that's, so that that's where I'm coming from. I, I go back and forth with four and five. Now, didn't yeah, Kazan, think, didn't he have a uh, writing credit with George Lucas in episode six? I'd I'd have to check Is, IMDb, but I know for a fact he wrote the screenplay for episode five. Okay, um, but anyway, uh, here's the official announcement from Lucasfilm: as episode seven continues pre-production, Lawrence Kasdan and director J.J. Abrams have assumed screenwriting duties for the film. Okay, now there was somebody who was writing a a screenplay. So I guess they're taking his first draft or so. Yeah. I mean, uh, my understanding was they were taking uh, Lucas's notes. He had notes on this and using that okay. as as where to start the, we may the, get the a, universe would go. We may get a, a credit in the movie that says story by George Lucas. Yeah, I bet you we may get something yeah. like that. Oh, um, that was me. Yeah. Um, Lawrence Kasdan and director J.J. Abrams have assumed screenwriting dues for the film. Kasdan who has been serving as a consultant on the film, okay. is a veteran of several classic Lucasfilm productions, yes. writing the screenplay for Raiders of the Lost Ark 
and serving as co-screenwriter yeah. for Empire and Return. And by the way, yeah, so he, he does, uh, uh, Kazan and Lucas share uh, screenplay credits, Lucas's story, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, do not forget about Lawrence Kasdan's seminal Western Silverado, where you have, dude, it holds up. Uh, Kevin Costner, uh, John Cleese. Thank uh, you very, very, very. Does he say that? Very in, much. Does he say that in Silverado? I think he does. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy says. So I'm totally bluffing about the whole it holds up thing. I don't know. Yes, I am very excited about the story we have in place and thrilled to have Larry and JJ working on the script. There are very few people who fundamentally understand the way a Star Wars story works, like Larry. That's Lawrence Kasdan. Yes. That's what uh, I call him. And it is nothing short of incredible to have him even more deeply involved in its return to the big screen. J.J., of course, is an incredible storyteller in his own right. Michael, This is the guy. Michael Arndt has done a terrific job bringing us to this point, and we have an amazing filmmaking and design Wait team a minute. already in place. So he Who's was, he? He wasn't, he wasn't Cabin in the Woods, was he? Michael Arndt? Yes. No. That was... Um, Michael isn't. Yeah. It's totally different. Josh Whedon and somebody else. But, I'm talking uh, about yeah, Michael okay, Arndt you're right. right now. Michael Arndt started the screenplay writing process. Yeah. Okay. So they're taking over from him, which is probably a good idea. Mm. I like J.J. Abrams' stuff. I think, I mean, and having Lawrence Kasdan oh doing this uh, is a, a, great, a great thing. A Walk in the Woods, <laughs> Hunger Game, Catching Fire, okay. Oblivion, Brave, Toy Story 3, Little Miss Sunshine. Those are the things he's written. Okay. Um, I thought Oblivion was very well written. I liked Oblivion. You know what? I, I, I really did, too. That, that was probably my... Pacific Rim was the one movie I did not expect to be as awesome as it was. And by the way, uh, the Blu-ray, it looks awesome. I haven't looked at any of the extras. My only thing is I can't watch the Blu-ray without thinking to myself. I uh, And honestly, for the first time ever, literally ever, I'm using the word literally a second time in this episode, wow. and I mean it. I have literally never watched uh, a, a Blu-ray on my 42-inch, uh, you know, LED, and thought, "I wish the TV was bigger." I'm, I've always been very cool with my little modest 42-inch TV. What movie are you referencing? Pacific Rim. Mm. But I sat there and watched the first half of it with the kids, and I the whole I could not get out of my head how amazing the experience was in the theater, and how it was so much harder to see that that amazing world that they crafted for us through the magic of CGI and set building. I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like Pacific Rim was just a visual. It was just a four on the floor gasm. Yeah. Like transformers. Absolutely. Like transformers. (laughs) God, you crushed it, Frank. That's awesome. Uh, You know, um, I know that Abrams is, I'm glad he's working on the script. Yes. Uh, I'm glad his buddy is it uh, Lindelof is not yeah. working on yeah, it. Yeah, so am I. As much as I as I um, appreciated his involvement in Lost, I'm 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 he's a he's a hit and miss guy, yeah. man. He what is makes, hit and miss. That's interesting. What makes you say that, uh, dude? I mean, Prometheus, he, as wonderful yeah, okay, as I yeah. found it, ha- left a yeah. lot of uh, questions it, in the air. Uh, much, yeah. much like too. Lost did. I mean, Into Darkness, I think was not oh, okay. Received. Lindelof had a lot to do with Darkness. Into Darkness, he, he was. Credited as one of the screenwriters. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, I I have I'd, a soft spot for him because he was involved with my yeah. favorite television show of all time. Yes. But you know, I I think the writing's on the wall. He may not be the best screenwriter. Okay. You know, he may. I don't know. Maybe he likes doing that. Well, who knows? Because I, in, in television, you know, in the movies, obviously you get, you know, you get. 
you get a year to write a screenplay, and then you have four other people come in and comb over it and, yeah. and rewrite it for you. But in TV, you know, maybe one of the things that makes Lindelof so good is that, you know, his workflow is very efficient. Maybe. You know, maybe he's not maybe he's not the most gifted. Uh, maybe he has writer's block occasionally, but he clearly knows how to meet his deadlines. I'm not going to give up on him. I don't know. No, I, I won't either. Because, like I said, just... I have a soft spot for him. Yeah. But um. But there, there's times in, in a story, when you start to question the story too yeah. much, that's that's when I start to get lost in the movie. To me, I... It's, I, like, I... it's not... It's one thing to question a character's motivations, but then it's another to just go, that is not... Why, why would anybody do what that character right. is doing? And then that's that's when you lose me. Lindelof may be uh, maybe uh, uh, Abram's version of uh, Brandon Braga, who has you written may be right. who has written some of the best uh, new you know Star Trek episodes that I've seen, and he has also been absolutely guilty of writing some of the worst. I mean, he was heavily involved in the Star Trek movies, which were very hit oh, and miss. Oh my gosh, yeah. very. Let's um let's go and wrap this up. Anything to do with insurrection? Right? Yeah, it's my turn Blech. for music. All right, let, let me do the boilerplate and yes, then go into fantastic. Uh, listening to a half hour wasted, proud member of the HHW LED network. Send your questions and comments to half hour wasted at gmail.com. We got a show coming up, episode three fifty. Mm-hmm. We uh, have um five or six people that have reserved spaces. Great. So we still have some room. Awesome. On there. Have some room. Tremendous. Yeah. So if you wanna partake, it's gonna be November twentieth. The evening of November 20th, email us your favorite songs from 86, 96, and 06, and we'll call you that night. And we'll we'll get in touch with you, do a schedule and stuff like that as to yeah. when we'll call you. So there's still slots, guys. Maybe uh, six or seven people that have called in, that have sent emails, but great. That's yeah, a, let us yeah. know. Uh, <laughs> Twitter, you can follow us on Twitter, a half hour wasted. Leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830. And with that, HHW Radio. Brad, what do you got? I am either going to make a lot of friends with this, Mm -hmm. or people are never going to listen to our show again. I tried so hard to not like this song. (laughs) Oh, geez. It's not Chris Gaines, is it? I tried. I actually have that CD, and I enjoy it very much. I tried really hard to not like this song. I did okay. not want to like this song. Oh, but I'm it. telling you, I unabashedly oh, man. adore. Is... I adore this song. Oh God, okay. this is going to be wrecking it, ball by Miley take, Cyrus. We have to take bets. We have to take bets for Brad tells us. I'm presuming, basing on what you're saying and stuff like that, it's a popular song from right about now. I don't know any of his songs, but I'm going to say it's something by Justin Bieber. Okay, I guess. okay. My guess is that. Uh, um, it's uh, the single off the new uh, Scott Stapp solo album. <laughs> Neither of you have guessed correctly. Um, I, I'm not going to make any excuses. I love this song. If you okay. don't, if you've, if you've endured without ever seeing or hearing this song, um. You're either going to love me or hate me. Okay. And I'm prepared to accept either one. I'm getting ready to rip these uh, headphones <laughs> off my head and run. But here I'll we go. At least the first couple bars of it. Um, this is the extended mix. <laughs> now, it, it only adds about 20 seconds of okay. instrumentation at the beginning and at the end. The middle part's pretty much the same. Okay. Um, they were a YouTube sensation. They are from Denmark. The name of the band is... No, no, Ilvis. no! 
and the song no! is What you, Does no, the Fox no, Say? No! Your 